0: With us. We're out of place, I'm doing fine, I'm feeling great, you're not my fat, you can't relate, straight out going state to state, before you cross me, look both ways, leaving the scene, with no trace, not in my lead, you out of place, I'm not at the top, I'm out of space, can't eat with us, we're out of place, I'm doing fine, I'm feeling great, you're not my fat you can't relate, straight out going state to state.
1: All right, guys, what's going on? It's your your boy, George McKay, live here at Destiny Wrestling Homecoming, and I'm sitting down with one of the hottest talents in the world, and that's my opinion. And since it's my show, I can say those kind of things. You've seen him on Impact, you've seen him on NXT, you've seen him in New Japan, and you've definitely seen him on GCW and AEW Dark. Please help me welcome the one and only Blake Christian to Straight Talk Wrestling. How are you, sir?
0: I'm good, I'm good, I'm
1: happy to be here. Thank you very much, I appreciate that. So my first question, you're running NXT, short but sweet, Obviously, I know that William Regal was very high on you, so was Triple H. Given the opportunity now that Triple H is running creative in WWE, if the door was open for a return, would you go back?
0: I always say never say never. That's that's the biggest, that's the best answer I can give you. Cuz you, you never know what you're gonna do 10 years down the line. But yeah, never say never, you know, like uh, WWE is changing. And I mean, obviously, we, we all love the change that's happening. But I feel like I have a lot of stuff to do outside of WWE right now that I really feel I need to accomplish. So, uh, But I would say never say never.
1: Absolutely, I think that's a fair assessment and an answer to make. Now, um, some of my favorite matches of yours is the run you had at Impact. I loved that run, I loved everything that you brought to the table for that run. And I also felt that I really got to see you grow, especially in GCW. Everything you've done at GCW has been absolutely fantastic, and I think that I mean I, I steal it from a great wrestler down here, Holden Albright. He calls it leveled-up moments. Do you feel like as you progressed in this run now that you're doing after working with all those kind of major promotions? Do you feel like Blake Christian has hit that next gear, that next level?
0: 100%. You know, like uh, I, I I know like I, I put the highly endorsed stuff out there, but I, I take that like really seriously. So because like. This isn't just like, oh, this guy's sticking his neck out for you, Like he's, he's backing you up. No, these are the greatest wrestlers in the world. Will Ospreay, Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, Hiromu, Desperado, these are all guys that have like talked me up. So I feel like if I don't live up to that, not only am I letting myself down, I'm letting the fans down that do believe me, and I'm letting those guys down. So I, I take that very seriously. So I, I think I had to level up, especially when those guys were giving me all these recommendations all these praises, I I felt like I had to level up. So I definitely feel like I've hit that next gear.
1: Absolutely. I mean, when you you talk about some of those names, Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, probably two arguably the greatest NXT roster members of all time. And then you're talking about Desperate, all those guys that you brought to the table. Will Ospreay as well, who is literally, hands down, how he hasn't been booked everywhere, it blows my mind. When you think of some of those names that have endorsed you, as a fan, because I know you're a fan first and foremost. As a fan, do you kind of have those geek out moments where you're like, "Oh my God, I can't believe this happened"?
0: It's it's kind of the same feeling like when I when I was like in WWE, like I, my bosses were Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Like I'm talking to these guys about my matches. Uh, it, I still kind of can't believe it because as a kid, I was watching these guys on TV. You know, when I was starting out wrestling, I loved Roman, I loved Desperado, I loved Will Ospreay, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano. I loved all these guys. So now that they endorse me, now that like, I, I've worked for Triple H and Shawn Michaels, I still kind of get those moments where like, I can't believe like these people not only endorse me, but talk to me and all this stuff. So, I, yeah, I definitely feel like I do have those moments.
1: 2022 is coming down to an end, and you've had a great 2022. 2023 is literally around the corner. Uh, what's, the, what's the Christmas gift that Blake Christian really, really wants? What do you got your eye on for Christmas? Is there something special out there? Maybe a fan? Might want to send on a wish list. Blake, Chris, you got a gift that he's looking for? I, I mean, obviously, being on the Straight Talk Wrestling podcast, that's a huge hit, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for 100%. huh? Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not, uh,
0: like, I, I like gifts, obviously, but honestly, when it comes to Christmas, my parents ask me what I want for Christmas all the time, and I tell them the same answer. I, I don't know. Because I, I, I don't. Like, it's, it's a question that's, like, on the spot, like, ah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know like what's my ultimate Christmas gift, but yeah, I, I can't give you that answer because I don't know myself. Fair enough,
1: fair enough. My ultimate Christmas gift I got last year was a PS5, and oh, I've been digging okay, on that. Okay. So that was my ultimate gift that I was looking for. Okay. I mean, little me would have preferred a PlayStation, but then you go to PS5. I mean, you look at night and day yeah. progression of games. Are you yourself, are you a gamer in your spare time?
0: I am, I am. I do have a PS5, so
1: yeah, I am nice. very much a gamer. What are you What are you playing these days?
0: I play really anything. I'm not a big sports fan. Like play, I don't play like a lot of sports games. Me either. But I I, I play pretty much anything really.
1: God of War, Call of Duty. Uh, I haven't
0: played God of War yet, but I do play God of Call of Duty. Uh, I also play this game called Neo. Okay, yes. It's uh it's really hard. It, it makes me rage a lot. Uh, <laughs> I like like the, the Elden Ring, Dark Scroll, Dark Souls, stuff like that. Okay, I got play you. that. You're an Halo. RPG gamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I, I play a lot of that stuff. Halo, you know. Just the really only thing I don't touch is like sports games. I like UFC, but that's about it.
1: Yeah, I only do I only do the games when I'm uh, when I can create my own character and have yeah, those yeah, dream yeah, matches yeah. for myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a hardcore Sting Mark. Right. Sting is one of my all-time favorites, okay. and Triple H. Okay. I mean, I was a Triple H fan from Terror Rising. That's how you okay. know I'm a fan. Yeah, I didn't just ride him when he became the game. No, no. Yeah. I went through all of it, from the slot bucket matches to everything. You when you're sitting there and having your idols being able to pick their brains and talk with them about your matches. What was one of the coolest pieces of advice that Triple H or Shawn Michaels might have given you or any of the guys that have endorsed you when you have those abilities to have those one on one conversations?
0: So I I don't know if it's like the piece of advice, but it's a moment that uh, I I had like a a match in the PC in front of only the coaches with Carmelo Hayes. Um, And we we've wrestled on the Indies before, but this was like, we it was our first week in WWE, maybe our second, I'm not exactly sure, but we had a match. It was about seven minutes, and uh, we had the match, and Shawn Michaels was like, "Oh, we got ourselves a set of winners with these guys," and that, thats a moment that uh, that he didn't personally say to us, but we had overheard, and I think that's a moment that I really like hold dear to me because that's awesome to hear Shawn Michaels say, you know. So I—I I, I don't know if it's a piece of advice, but it's—it's it's definitely the moment that I—I I really hold dear to me.
1: Absolutely, I mean, I 100% agree. Anytime somebody, especially with the high praise of that, somebody that does those kind of things, that is super cool. My next question for you is kind of a big one. 2023 around the corner, what are you looking forward to for goals or continuing to level up as the next year of your career begins?
0: Uh, I think a major one overall is uh, Best of Super Juniors. That's, That's always been a dream of mine. Before I was wrestling, when I was training, I've always wanted to be a part of that. Uh, And then from there, I think it progresses, right? So you go to your best of super juniors, what comes after that? IWGP junior heavyweight championship. So those are definitely like two big goals that I have that I I plan to at least accomplish one of them next year.
1: And looking at all the opponents in in, in New Japan, because they have one of the best rosters in the world. I mean, obviously, Will Ospreay is obviously on your list of people you'd love to work with again. But in terms of. The, IWG, uh, the the New Japan roster as it is now. Do you have anybody on your eye on that you'd really love to work with? For me, I think a dream match for me would be you and Chase Owens. Okay. I think that would be a phenomenal match. I think okay. you two would literally burn it down. So fun fact, me
0: and Chase Owens have wrestled before. Uh, it was a promotion in Tennessee called Innovate, so we have, we have wrestled before. It was a great match, I, it was when I was kinda starting out, um, but I think I think a dream one. I would love to work with Hiromu again in Japan. Uh, Taiji Ishimori, he's, he's another one that I would
1: really love to get in there with, for sure. I, I, again, that's a shut up and take my money type of match. Now, on all the indie stuff that you've done, and all the craziness that you've seen in your young career thus far, what is one of the moments where you sit back and go, or one of the matches where you sit back and go, fuck, I don't know how I made it out of that one.
0: <laughs> Probably the John Moxley. Um, I've only bled like two times in my career. Uh, once in WWE, um, me versus, um, oh boy, it was, it was so long ago. His name has changed too. Either way, I took a, I took a knee brace to the head and it busted me open right here. And um, Ikimanjiro, there it is. There you go. And me and Ikiman on 205, uh, we did something and I clocked his knee, pad, or his knee brace and it cut me open. Uh, but definitely the John Moxley one because there was glass involved. Uh, I was bleeding profusely, and I've never bled like that before in my life. So that was definitely one I was like, oh. uh, (laughs) I don't know how I made it through that one, but yeah, I did, yeah.
1: I've heard that working with John Moxie and kind of going through the motions of a match is an eye opener for anybody he's working with because the amount of punishment he's willing to put his own bodies through, you yourself feel like you have to reciprocate that. Okay, dude, if you're willing to go on a bed of nails through a glass table and light yourself on fire, I've got to somehow reach that level with you. When you're, when you're sitting down with John Moxley and choreographing these matches or working through it, are you sitting there going, fuck, man, I hope they have EMTs on standby?
0: Uh, I, I really wasn't because, like, I knew, I was like, okay, I, I kind of knew what I was getting myself into. I've been watching John Moxley throughout his time in GCW, so I, I already knew what I was getting myself into. Uh, but, yeah, when, once the blood started, like, pouring out of my head and then there was more glass, I was like, oh, God. You know, but, yeah. No, I knew what I was getting myself into, uh but I didn't know like how much blood was gonna come out of me. I didn't know how much that glass was really gonna hurt. So but yeah, no, I knew what I was getting myself into.
1: When you look at your career thus far and all the, the peaks that you've hit and those early successes, the success is still on the rise for you, because like I said, you're killing it out here. Do you do you ever sit back and when you're on those drives to the next promotion, the next event, you sit back and you go, fuck man, what a whirlwind, what a crazy whirlwind. And could you, could you, do you geek out a little bit with little, like if you could go back and tell little you that all this shit was gonna go down, would you believe it? No,
0: no, 100%. You know, when I was first starting out, I was like locally in Tennessee bouncing around like maybe two, three hours out of the way. Uh, I never once would have thought like, you know, maybe, like, it would have took off, but I never thought it would have took off as fast as it did and taken me where it has taken me. Because I, I come from a small town, you know, and people, they go to work, they go to college, they go to do their dream jobs, or, like, not maybe not their dream jobs, but what they went to college to do. Me, I went to college, I dropped out of college when wrestling started to take off, and then, yeah, like, I got my dream job, I went to WWE, I, I, I'm wrestling for New Japan, I wrestle for AEW, I wrestle for Impact, like, you know, Ring of Honor and all this, so, yeah, no, I, I think... The younger me would have been like no way.
1: Younger you, if you have a chance to sit down for dinner with one wrestler, could be living or dead, who would you like to sit down and have that meal with just so you could pick their brain about everything wrestling?
0: Same answer I give, every, I asked this all the time, the same answer is always Eddie Guerrero, 100%. He's my all-time favorite wrestler. Um, I, I knew, like I liked Eddie Guerrero before this specific match but I knew he was my favorite with this specific match, which was on SmackDown, uh, it was against Kurt Angle. It was two out of three falls, and it was just the first beginning half of the match that made me really like, okay, Eddie Guerrero is my all-time favorite. Uh, it was Eddie. It was Eddie Guerrero was out wrestling Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle's getting mad, so Kurt Angle starts cheating. Eddie Guerrero gives him a warning. He's like, okay. Kurt Angle does it again. Eddie Guerrero's like, okay, we can play that game, and then he starts cheating, and then it's just like, Eddie Guerrero tr- showed that he could out-wrestle him, yeah. but he's like, okay, I can play this cheating game as well, and i that's when I knew that he was my all-time favorite.
1: Absolutely, lie, cheat, steal. I put Eddie Guerrero on my top five any day of the week, and then again, you mix him with so many different layers of so many different performers, but Eddie Guerrero had just a different feel to him. And it's, it sucks because I think about, if his life wasn't cut short, I think about all those matches that he could have had. And I think about some of the great stories that he could have been told in the ring. And this is a cool question. I think you'll get a good perspective on this for me uh, with your answer. I always call wrestling the great dance when you could find that partner in that ring that you could tell that story without words and bring out all these raw emotions. Because a lot of people don't see the artistry in wrestling. And that's one of the things I appreciate the most about a fan, and I think that's why I gravitated so much towards Triple H, because the technical side, the cerebral assassin side, the layers to a story. Yes, in in its core, wrestling is good versus evil. A fight, that's what wrestling is. But there's so much to a story that can be told. Have you found that great dance partner that you could have that fight forever feel with yet? Or do you feel like you're still kind of searching for that ultimate opponent?
0: I, I don't know, you know, like I've, I've had some pretty good matches with like Alex Zane. Me and Alex Zane have toured up everywhere, back to back on weekends. And uh, so I would say maybe him, but like when me and Wolof, me and Wolof, Osprey wrestled twice, once in a triple threat, once in a singles. And the first time we ever got in there, it, we cleared out Trey Miguel was cleared out of the ring. me and Osprey had not touched yet and the crowd was just up and they were chanting Osprey, all heart, Osprey, all heart. and I was like, okay, this is awesome. And then uh, travel future down the road. I'm wrestling Desperado and Hiromu in a triple threat and the crowd is going nuts. I mean we also like included the referee in that moment, but the crowd was going nuts before we included the referee in that moment. And then wrestling for you know, the crowd was off during the middle of that match. Like this is awesome. So I mean, I, man, I don't know. I think maybe I'm still searching, but like I've had some, I've had some really good matches with some really
1: good guys. Again, I can't say no because you're 100% right. I can already see a, greatest, a Blake Christian Greatest Hits video, and there would have to be four or five parts, because every match for me is five-star. I'm so excited to see you wrestle in person tonight, and you're taking on the Destiny Champion, Aiden Prince. Now, when it comes to holy shit moments, Aiden Prince has had a lot of them. I think you two tonight are gonna put some magic. I don't know if this is your first visit to Canada, but if it is, being here or being back here and facing a caliber of a talent like Aiden Prince, what's going through your head right now in preparation for this match?
0: Uh, so it's not my first time in Canada. I've been here before I've been to Ottawa uh, first time in Toronto first time at destiny Okay, so uh, first time in Toronto yeah. man.
1: T-Dot the six for life baby
0: <laughs> um, Aiden Prince is I've heard a lot about him. I've seen a lot of his stuff He's a definitely a phenomenal talent like you said he's had a lot of holy shit moments uh, So have I though uh, I have wrestled a lot of major caliber talent So like it's not like the nerves are getting to me but uh, I'm definitely I'm definitely down to see like what he's made of tonight. That that I'm most I'm always looking forward to a match. Especially when someone's hyped up, hyped up, hyped up like Aiden Prince is. So yeah, I'm I am i am excited for the match alone. I'm excited to see what we create and I'm excited to see the holy shit moments that we create.
1: Absolutely. I'm excited as a fan to watch them. My final request, if you don't mind. If you could look at the camera and just tell everybody that you had an awesome interview with Straight Talk Wrestling and they could subscribe to us, it would be a Christmas wish come true. Uh,
0: I had an awesome time talking to Straight Talk Wrestling. And uh, if you could please subscribe, cuz I'm gonna start, I'm gonna subscribe and I'm gonna start watching for sure. I watched the uh, predictions, uh, didn't predict me to win, but you know, it's okay. Uh, I'll let that one slide, but yeah, subscribe cuz I'm gonna subscribe.
1: Much love. Guys, this has been my one-on-one with Blake Christian. This has been an absolute geek out moment for me. Uh, Peace, love, and wrestling. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tune in next week for another great episode on all available podcast platforms and hosted on Podbean. Also, check us out on YouTube at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And if you feel the need to buy some sweet merch, check us out on ProWrestlingTees.com. Leaving the scene with no
0: trace, none in my league, You out of place. I'm not at the top. I'm out of space. Can't eat with us. We're out of place. I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going state to state.